0: I didn't mean to hurt your feelings That was so careless of me I guess I've gone and done it It's just a matter of time Nothing I can do but tell you I'm sorry And that's the hardest part of i'm sorry hello and welcome to two old guys on the back porch i am steve scotch and we have the lovely and talented cat that's c-a-t sprinting to the finish line cat what's going on
1: hey how y'all doing we'll be found on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcast audible amazon music all your premier podcast locations we also can be found on facebook and instagram and if you found me on TikTok, well, TikTok you.
0: Oh, anyway. Alcohol has <laughs> gonna... already hit the back porch.
1: <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, shoutouts today are going to be some international shoutouts. One is we have a in Warsaw, Poland. Uh, Warsaw is there in the central location of Central Europe, thriving cultural center, grand palaces and parks along the Royal Route, our other town. This is a little more Asian. Is Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Also, besides, you know, Warsaw is the capital, Poland. Capital Malaysia is Kuala Lumpur, and of course, it's well known for its Petrus Twin Towers. Giving y'all a big round of applause.
0: Mm, that was a struggle there. All right. Alcohol is a definite here on the back porch. And alcohol, it may not always be the answer, but it sure helps forget the question. Today I'm going old school again with a whiskey sour, one of my parents' favorites, one of Kat's parents' favorites. And that was a drink when you were a kid. They let you have a sip of it, right? A little sippy, sippy. Kat, what are you sipping?
1: I've only created one cocktail in my life, and this is the one. It's the. Pink Lady Appletini. It's uh, gin, some local um, apple brandy, and it's quite lovely.
0: Well, you have pink headphones on. You, have, you can't see us. I'm going to give you a visual. She's got a pink mouse. I don't do the lapper because I just wing it. And she's got a pink David Bowie shirt on. It's pretty cool. So if you could see us, she's all pinked out.
1: Well, I was a tomboy growing up, so I tried and go a little femme. I
0: like it. All right, today, we're looking for someone, anyone, out there who knows how to do their job. Um, I'm sure most of you out there listening get up, go to work, take pride in doing your job. You get paid to do. But for some reason out here where we are, we keep running into people where incompetence is and confusion seemed to be the norm now i'm gonna just run through some examples this is just me ranting so listen or don't this is like one hey, week it's better you guys than me okay this happened in one week not a month okay wifey wants to re-up the passports right so she says we all gotta go and get a, a photo you go to the post office, the CVS, the Walgreens, get the picture took, right? And I go to the Walgreens right down the road from here. And if you don't know what a Walgreens is, it's, a, it's like a pharmacy slash small convenience store with a lot of overpriced shit. And they got under and over-the-counter medications, personal grooming products. That's the kind of store it is. And they have like a little... Photoshop area that will do the passport photos. So I'll walk in. Of course, there's a father and son that walk in right in front of me. They tell the young lady behind the counter, they need a passport photo. So she goes over to the computer to Probably start the process.
1: Going go to Rockville post office. So
0: She goes over, clicks on the mousey thing. And guess what? She doesn't know the password to get into the system. Okay, so a co-worker comes over and asks her, what's, what's the problem? She says, I don't know the password. So the co-worker tells her the password. And now we're off to the races. Okay. Now, next, she can't find the camera to take the picture. <laughs> and now I'm kind of starting to lose it. Okay, she finds the camera, takes the kid over. I assume she takes the SD card out of the camera. And sticks it in the computer.
1: I'm just going to preface: this is a central location in Henrico County. Very a lot busy. Of people who came from another country and have made a new life here and are probably getting passport photos made. So,
0: so she goes over, sticks the SD card in, and can't get the printer to come on. Okay, so it's one debacle after another. I'm sitting there. You know how patient I am, Kat, right? Not at all. I'm just sitting there watching this go down. So the co-worker, thank God for this dude. Because if he wasn't there, I'd still be in this bitch. So he comes over and and shows her, you know, how to put paper in the freaking printer, how to put ink in the little inky thing. And she paid not one dollar. Bit of attention, I watched she could have cared less he 's trying to show her how to do her job, and she did not give one damn. you know point of the story I mean, this place had an employee working in the photo area that had no clue what the fuck she was doing. same week, I go to the d m v now, I know uh, no one wants that torture, right, but I have to do it it's it's part of my job <laughs> it's brutal. So I walk up to the desk where you get your bingo number, right? So this lady, she rudely asked, um, what do you need? I'm like, uh, I need you to ask me a little nicely what I need. I need a uh, license plates and registration. So she gives me a little slip of paper with a bingo number. It's like R204 or whatever. DMV, believe it or not, it wasn't that busy. Before I even sit down in the little waiting area, Over the intercom, R204, report to Windows 16. Now, I'm looking over there at the window. I'm like, Windows 16? There's only, like, I don't know, Windows 1 through 5. And then I look over in the corner, the back corner of the DMV, and there's number 16. So I head on over there. And uh, I, I, I so I say um um I need license registration title all that, and she sees that it says the name of the company, which I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the name of the company. It's incorporated, and she goes, Are you incorporated? I go, Do I look like I'm a company? Okay, I'm an agent for the company, so she begins the whole thing of staring at the computer and clicking away at the screen. Bop, 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 15 fucking minutes go by. I'm thinking, what the hell is she doing? Well, come to find out she had no idea what she was doing. So she calls a coworker over to help her. Now she's working at the department of motor vehicles. And one of the easiest things to do is to hand somebody some license plates and print out a registration She could not freaking do it. I mean, they're hiring people to do these jobs, and they're not capable of doing it. I go to a cemetery and buy side-by-side plots for me and the wifey to be buried in. We're getting up there, you know? Oh, boy. So it's time to take care of business and get this shit done so the kids don't have to deal with it. So I'm there for three freaking hours.
1: 32 years, baby. Because the lady
0: doing the paperwork at the office of the cemetery, she can't add three numbers together. I'm telling you, all this shit happened to me (laughs) in one week. That's why I'm doing a podcast on Let Steve Bitch and Cry Like a Mother. Because I, I, I can't take it. It's fucking insane. So she gets through all the paperwork. Dude helping me says, uh, I'll give you a call in the next week so you can come by and pick up your deed to the plots. Well, nothing chaps my ass more than when somebody tells me they're going to do something and then nothing comes. No call, no nothing from this huckster. Now, he took out a large check from me and after that, I got nothing.
1: We even took a picture of you laying in the plot and people messaged me, is Steve okay?
0: It was awesome. <laughs> it was sort of it was sort of like buying a car, right? You know, they kiss your ass right up to the time and they get your money and then they don't know who you are. Who are you? So I call over there, trying not to be an ass, but I'm ticked off. Huckster doesn't answer his phone. I leave him a voicemail, no response. Okay. I just dropped a big check over there. He promised to hand me some paperwork saying we had a plot over there that they could dig a hole and stick us in, hopefully in many years from now. And nothing, no response, nothing. So I drove over there. It's my lunch hour, right? I walk in there, and I make a few threats in the middle of the office. Now, (laughs) I didn't want to do it, but they pushed me. So this young dude comes out and greets me. and uh. He goes, "Uh, let me go back in the back and see what's going on. I'm like, I'm not leaving here until I get that deed in my hand. He comes back and says, believe it or not, she's working on your paperwork right now. This was like a week after I did this shit. And so he goes, "Um, you can sit down and wait or we can mail it to you. I said, you can fuck all that. I said, you can bring it to the office where I'm working at. And and he did. He did. I, did. I didn't want to be a dick. He just wanted to get to that small little funeral office there. I mean, the pattern is companies are filling positions with people who have no clue what the fuck they're doing. It's across the board. People are out of fucks to give. I didn't know it. But there's this thing called a quiet quitters. It's people working a job where they do the least amount of work they can get by with. I, I'm not pushing. Look it up. Quiet quitters evidently is happening. I can't do it. It's not me. I mean, wherever I've worked, I've always tried to do the best job I could. It's a pride thing. I, I, I've never cared co coworkers beside me were lazy or late or left early or took long breaks i just keep my head down and keep on going i, I don't know you know where this thing's going but we, all we have are people taking steps back okay we actually have some coworkers where i work who have announced that they're taking <laughs> back and the funny thing is they really never took a step forward I, i don't know where it's going the workforce is a disaster
1: i don't know here's my point okay i have dyslexia and i have adhd but i never let that stand in my way of trying to learn something whether it was photography law uh computers doing this podcast I tried to do my best in everything I ever did. And maybe people just don't give a shit
0: anymore. I don't know. I mean, it, it's called uh, disgruntled, right? The disgruntled workforce, um, just whining, crying. It's coming from everywhere. Management's not listening to my concerns. I can't get a raise. There's no chance of being promoted. It's piss and moan, piss and moan.
1: But I just think people want the easy way out like i'm not gonna bother to learn to cook so you know
0: right it's the easy way out
1: you have like you know say you're 20 years old you got 60 more years on this planet you're gonna do takeout or drive through for 60 years at least here
0: in this country think about it i mean how about being thankful that you have somewhere to go to work every day right and earn a paycheck so you can pay your bills provide for your family I don't know. Something's got to change in this country. People's attitudes are just at an all-time low. I don't have the answer. We are pretty much spoiled. It's a spoiled country, you know, where if we don't get what we want, we're just going to give up. where's my
1: internet connection? Where's my internet connection? Yeah,
0: something's got to change. All right, let's roll right into one tough son of a bitch. All right, this week it is Nicholas Copernicus? Copernicus. Crushed it. Born in 1473 from, I guess, Prussia? Prussia. Is that Poland?
1: Uh, it's kind of more like Russia, Germany, Poland. All right, Poland check out combat. Nicholas
0: Copernicus. You, you probably heard the last name if you don't know him. A Renaissance polymath. And you ask, what's a Renaissance polymath? Well, the Renaissance period was when I guess we went from like uh, us humans went from medieval thugs to somewhat modern people. Would you call that the Renaissance period Uh, in Steve's language? A polymath is someone who knows stuff in several different categories. Which, if you look back in some of these old cats we're looking at on One Tough Son of a Bitch, a lot of them do that. They didn't just concentrate in one little field. Yeah, They Uh,
1: craved knowledge.
0: Yeah. Nicholas Copernicus, he was a mathematician, astronomer, physician, translator, governor, diplomat, economist. Um, That's called a polymath. He knew everything about everything.
1: He basically was the first one to go planets orbit the sun not yes, the yes. earth
0: everything famous for showing the uh it's the sun at the center of the solar system with the earth and mars rotating around right, correct
1: right one of his favorite quote is to know that we know what we know or to know we do not know what we do not know that is true <laughs> knowledge i mean right you know there's uh, a lot of theoretical physicists and the emphasis of that is theoretical there's a theory of how things work but they really at some time at some point you really can't test it not everything so you've got to admit what you do not know
0: nicholas copernicus check out his wiki okay we're going to leave it at that that's how awesome he is we we can't even begin to touch right the shit right. he did in 14 whatever and 15 something Nicholas Copernicus that makes him one tough son of a bitch are we watching something we are watching don't watch okay
1: and I've still got Apple TV and I watched the supermodels it was the 80s early 90s you know these girls Linda Evangelista, Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, and Christine Turlington. Smoking. They dominated the catwalk.
0: That's when models actually mattered.
1: Right. They were actually supermodels. You can say, oh, I'm a supermodel. No, you're not. Not like these girls. Basically because back in that day, you would be categorized as catalog, uh, uh, magazine, or catwalk. And these girls spanned all, the, all of those.
0: We can do whatever I we mean, want and get paid like a mother.
1: Cindy started, Cindy Crawford started back in high school. She was uh, modeling when she was in high school and, and continued to work. She lived, in, worked in the Chicago area, was doing catalog work. And then someone discovered her from there and went, everything went there.
0: Forgot about the catalog magazines when we actually printed stuff.
1: You know you love that J.C. Penney's, or, or better yet, the what was it, the Sears Dream Book, that came out every single Christmas. Wow. Anyway, uh, Naomi Campbell started her. It was just her and her mom, and she was in like a. a she was in a Culture Club video and one with a. Culture Club. Yes, yeah, she was in Culture Club. Did a tap uh, dance in there.
0: That's bad.
1: But, you know, she got us, discovered in London. Kind of didn't tell her mom she was doing modeling. And my favorite of all of this group is Linda Evangelista. She was from New York. She had very Italian features. I mean, when you look at her in high school, you're like, oh, my God, bad perm girl. But later on, she was like a chameleon. She would change her hair or her look and was like, oh, my God, that's Linda. Anyway, it it's a great documentary to kind of show how they started you know you remember them in the george michael video mm-hmm. you know how they did that it's a really great documentary and you know kind of how wave showed up and then they first kind of exited on out.
0: everything got skinny
1: everything got skinny little girlish it rather than real women yeah, it
0: kind of went downhill i think uh victoria's secret didn't help on that everything is no. little skinny mini what is it called It's called The Supermodels. It's on
1: Apple TV. It's a great documentary. All right. Check
0: it out. Woo. I'm so thirsty. I need a shot. The shot of the week. Wait for it. It's called The Wolf Bite. This is a tricky one. It's a little scary, too, because it involves absence. Yes, which we can haven't had that. put you on his, your ass. They,
1: we haven't had that in, this
0: house in a while. Absence is, uh, I tried it years ago, experimented. It's, it's not good. The little spoon and all the sugar. Right, here we go. In your shaker filled with ice. I'm scared uh, of All right, here we go. It looks pretty good, though. All right, Kat's made us a couple. We got a half shot of Midori. Midori. Midori, which is melon liqueur. Correct. I'm getting better. A quarter shot of Absence and a shot of pineapple juice. Yeah, shake the shit out of it. it into your shot glass. Did we add a splash of Sprite or Seven Up or a splash of grenadine? Grenadine. Yes, okay. It, yes. All right. Let's get uh, as
1: you do do it. Sometimes I'll have the grenadine at the bottom, but I can't get shit from keep mixing up.
0: All right. Apple juice, Absence. Apple Adore. juice,
1: pineapple juice
0: pineapple juice
1: absinthe midori
0: and then a splash of
1: seven up and grenadine
0: all right cheers baby oh my god go. I'm this scared looks, this is gonna get ugly are we gonna do a podcast after this damn that's pretty good it is good and the absence you can taste it. it's got that li- that licorice taste right. at the end check out the wolf bite i don't think there's any history on it um, a lot of these shots we don't know where they came from.
1: <laughs> Not a lot of history, cat. But the cat wolf bite is
0: on time. Thank you, Kat. All right, today we were bumpered in with a lady I really love. Shelby Lynn, 54 years old from who knew? Quantico, Virginia. At least that's that's where she was born. It's oh.
1: always a great stop on the Amtrak.
0: <laughs> it's like <laughs> what, forty-five minutes north of here? Right. Okay. Population Not much. Um, Quantico is known for its marine training, FBI training. Right. Okay. Like I said, it's right up the road from here. I did not know Shelby Lynn was born in Quantico. Um, Unfortunately, her father had major issues, alcoholic. And so her mother took Shelby and her sister to Alabama to get the hell away from him. I hate to start this story off because I love this lady so much, but uh, he tracked them down and shot their mother and then shot himself. So now the reason I mention it, now I get her songs. They're always like outsider kind of, little dark, and who wouldn't be, right, after growing up like that? Shelby
1: has never married, nor has she had children, and maybe that's why.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Is she on the guy team or the girl team? I I think it's back and forth. She's free to do whatever she wants. I love you, Shelby. Call me. Jesus on a Greyhound, uh, Wall Around Your Heart, Your Lies. So many great freaking songs. Little to no commercial success except for the song we bumpered in today, Killing Kind, which I believe she won a Grammy for. And Mm. the, the funny... No, no.
1: What it was just a little she there's the highest chart topping thing at forty one of Billboard Two Hundred.
0: I, I take that back. She didn't win a Grammy for Killing Kind. She, it
1: was in and Brid, uh, Bridget Jones's diary, which is a good thing.
0: Boo. So she, she did win a Grammy in two thousand one for best new artist. Now I check am Shelby Lynn. Check this out. She accepted the award and said it took me 13 years and six albums to get an award for Best New Artist. <laughs> okay. That's how cool she is. She grabbed the Grammy and then talked shit. Okay, she pulls no punches. I love her stuff. Check out the great music from Shelby Lynn, wherever you get your music. I to thank everybody for hanging out on the back porch. We'll see you all down the road. See ya. You're the light in my hell's darkness Cause you're